Hey guys, welcome to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. This week we are going to be discussing the very hyped Disney Plus Marvel original WandaVision. And this feels very meta, discussing this show on this podcast, and I'm very thrilled to talk about it. I'm sure we'll give like a brief overview of our feelings and thoughts for Marvel fans or not Marvel fans. And then we'll probably have to talk about the show with some spoilers because it's a very spoiler heavy show. Totally agree. I'm ready. (laughs) Me too. I'm very excited. I tried to use a word other than excited earlier, if you couldn't tell, but I guess (laughs) it just slipped out again, so oh well. (laughs) I mean, it's the best word. (laughs) It it really sums up how I feel. Okay, I have zero news to share, so everything that Jordan is going to share with you listeners will be news to me as well, and I can't wait. (laughs) I'm so excited. I have I don't really have that much news either. I guess it's kind of a nice little break. Like did was there not that much news or are we just like am I rebelling against how much news there has been? <laughs> <laughs> but um something I'm excited about. Um have you you've been following kind of the saga of like the woman in the window movie, right? How it's like it's supposed to be re- it's one of those things where it's supposed to be released years ago. And then, but then Netflix bought it, but then it was still a mystery of when it's actually going to be released. But I think you talked about it at one point and that's the only, you're the only source I've heard about it. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, it's pretty hyped because, um, just all of that. It's just been a wild ride. It's an Amy Adams movie. Also with, it's Amy Adams, Julianne Moore, Gary Oldman, um, Anthony Mackie and Wyatt Russell, who we love because he is married to Meredith Hagner from Search Party and he's Goldie Hawn <laughs> and Kurt Russell's son. There's just a I lot of I was like, things. wait, who do we love? <laughs> You're right. We <laughs> but do. then you know, you know. Yes. <laughs> um, so Netflix announced that it's going to drop May 14th, which is sooner than a lot of people were predicting. And Taylor, since you are now into books, it's based <laughs> on a book and I feel like you should, if you are interested, read the book. It's like a mystery thriller murder thing. Um, it's pretty, the whole book itself is also weird because um, I can't remember if I talked about this. I don't need to go into the whole thing. I don't remember all the details, but the author of the book, A.J. Finn, is like this um, young youngish author, but he's one of those authors where it's like he got famous for like having this traumatic life and it turns out he like lied about all of it but he also yes. has this best-selling novel it's just very it's the whole thing is very very um theatrical and dramatic everything about everything with the woman in the window um, it's all coming back to me because I actually I remember I think we did talk about this because I read the article that like kind of um called him out on his made-up life Yes, I remember this. Okay, okay. Yeah, I remember that. So yeah, so you, if there's an article about someone being, their lies being debunked, I feel like you always, like, 
it's like a magnet for you, you know? <laughs> so I'm like that. Well, you do have a touchstone into this. <laughs> how did you explain me earlier today? Oh, I, I, sa- <laughs> I said you hate people that don't have common sense. <laughs> <laughs> Which kind of goes along with that. Like if you're faking people about your life, I don't think you have common sense in general. So, yeah, it's like <laughs> if you're. I just feel like if you, especially if you are going to get famous, like... You're always going to get gonna, caught. Yeah. People are going to find out the truth about your background. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyways, May 14th, Woman in the Window is finally going to be released into the public. So... Great. Can't wait. Excited about that. Um... Also, welcome Amy Adams to the... N- Wait, was no, Amy Adams is in that other Netflix movie. Hillbilly something. Elegy, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> um, okay, my other piece of news. Um, I don't know if you... Have you ever watched the show Party Down, that TV show? It has no, a not. lot of your favorite friends. It has Adam Scott, Lizzie Kaplan... Martin Starr, uh, Megan Mullally, Jane Lynch is in it. It's very funny. It's about a catering company in L.A., but it's the employees are all like kind of like failing actors. Okay. And they all have to work like a catering side gig, basically. Um, anyway, they're going to do a revival with the original cast on Starz. Fun. So I'm very excited. That's a show that I think is like usually on Hulu, but it's very, very funny. Um, I recommend going back and watching it. It's from 2009 to 2010. There's not very many seasons, but it's like all these people are very well known now, which is really fun. Um, Yeah, I love that. So, yeah, I'm excited that they're doing a revival and that people are coming back. That's awesome. That's my news. That's what I cared about this week. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay. So one of the, in my opinion, best and funnest parts of WandaVision is um, all of the TV show and sitcom references that happen throughout the series season, I guess. And um, so we thought we would rank our top three shows we would like to live inside so jordan what is your number three my number three is pretty little liars wow um i just think and i have i have some bonuses that it was like hard kind of hard to narrow down but i just think that would be so funny if i'm like recreating pll um with like people I know perhaps playing different characters and I it's like each character has a very distinct outfit that's one of the most fun parts about Pretty Little Liars <laughs> that the, all the distinct looks and like the tone of the show I just feel like that would be hilarious it's not that it's maybe the storylines that I would like have the most fun in mm-hmm. but it's just so distinct and um over the top and I just think that for a little while, it'd be really fun to live inside Rosewood. Oh, I was thinking it was Ravenwood, but was that a different show? 
That was the spinoff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's why I was thinking that. We don't talk about that either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm bringing up so many things. I think I might so be glitching. Secrets. Yeah. <laughs> um, great answer. I was trying to think of shows that had like the least amount of stress attached to them. So it's funny that you went the opposite and went with Pretty Little Liars where you're trying to like um, cover up slash figure out murders, you know? Yeah, like maybe one of the most stressful environments for the characters yes. <laughs> of all shows. <laughs> Just being in high school in general and then murder yeah. on top of that. <laughs> totally. I feel like I was thinking, I was like, if I, like what other things would I like to have seen kind of parodied? Mm-hmm. In WandaVision or something. And I'm like, wow, PLO would just be freaking... I would have been laughing so That's hard. true. That would have been good. Um, And I feel like I would be laughing even if I was that my life was in danger at all times. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm also... In these situations, I'm imagining that I'm like also self-aware. You know? Yeah. Like, I know I'm not really living there. So that would really help living in PLO. That's true. That That's kind of... um. Similar to my number three, um, I said Grey's Anatomy because I've always wanted to be a doctor, but too lazy to actually be one. So I think living in the Grey's Anatomy world, but also being aware that like if someone were to die under my watch, I would be okay, you know, because it wasn't real life. Yes. Okay. True. That would take a lot of the stress away. (laughs) (laughs) And just like have fun and date the doctors and, you know, get involved in those romance triangles and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Totally. And like the soundtrack Mm -hmm. would be so good. Yeah. We would not have a musical episode though. (laughs) I I was actually going to ask that next. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that thing is so embarrassing. Mm. I saw some TikToks um, making fun of it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so <laughs> embarrassing. And I'm I was surprised I didn't even the like TikTok it. generation even knows about that. I know. I feel Sad. like a lot of them are rewatching Grey's. That's interesting. Surprises me, but it's like retro to them, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> yeah. They're like, who is this Ingrid Michaelson? <laughs> Yeah, that's depressing. Um, love it. I love it. Thank you. Um, my number two. I mean, I guess I have this itch to go back to high school or something. <laughs> but mine, I was also trying to think of like what are other um eras that I would love to see, um, and live it like the authentic era and I picked so I picked Degrassi ever you know I love Degrassi mm-hmm. um but just like being transported and like recreating like because Y2K era obviously on this podcast we love a Y2K vibe um and Degrassi especially is extremely authentic because it's like they really cast kids that were the age um versus like trying to be like ultra sexy teen show it's like these were actual like preteens and kids Mm -hmm. and I've read that a lot of them like the uh, the kids got to pick their hairstyles and stuff and so like if they just had hideous hair it's like the stylists weren't gonna mess with it it's like these kids really 
like dictated a lot of how they looked and so it's just like a true time capsule of like (laughs) 2000s fashion and I just think that would be just a dream to just like walk around in there for a little while plus like we all wish we lived in Canada you know (laughs) (laughs) yes we do Hmm. the question is would you choose to wear um your thong really high with low rider jeans is that one of I your mean, outfits that you would choose it's the most iconic degrassi outfit ever <laughs> that in like a yeah like the high pull up your thong so that it's showing out of your jeans and then the next day wear like a pastel juicy couture suit sweatsuit yep. you know <laughs> so yes the answer is yes <laughs> awesome love love it Hope it happens, IRL. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be free Halloween costume idea for our <laughs> listeners out there. Truly. I'm not going to do it, but other that would I would want to be your best friend forever. If I saw if I saw that out in the wild, the Manny <laughs> the iconic Manny Degrassi look. That'd be amazing. Um well, speaking of 2000s style, um, my number two is Sex in the City. I just feel like they brilliant choice. They wow. don't have a lot going on. The biggest stresses in their lives are revolve around men and how um big of idiots they are. Which I feel like I already live that <laughs> life, but that's like the smallest portion of my stress. So, um, sounds like a pretty pretty good gig, you know. Totally. Live in New and York. the looks. The looks and are the looks. iconic and um as iconic as they are hideous, which is kind of the most fun TV show to live in in a way. Mm-hmm. It's like a different form of amazing than like yeah. beautiful costumes and horrible costumes. Definitely. Like I could choose Mad Men, but boring because your life really wouldn't be that great. You would have great clothes, mm-hmm. but that's about it. Totally. I know Mad Men's one of my um, bonuses. Anytime we do like kind of an aesthetic top three. Um, I know it's hard not to choose Mad Men. Yeah. We have to at least shout it out, even if it's not even on the top three. So, yeah. Um, My number one is, um, I can't remember if you've watched Pushing Daisies, but it is a very... Um, cartoony, whimsical. It's live action, but it's like very, very colorful, and um, it ha it's. I just think that it would be an amazing land to live in for a while. It's very much like you're kind of living in a storybook. There's even a narrator, um, and there's a lot to do with pies. So I'd get all the pies that I want to eat, and like it is kind of like. It's like a fairy tale looking show without actually being a fairy tale. Like it's not like princesses and things like that, but it's definitely mm-hmm. like fantasy. Anyway, the the sets are just like unreal. There's some houses in it that are just like so fun to look at and the characters are very um like over the top and just love it. And that I would love to live inside that show. I mean, it sounds worth it for the unlimited pie. Uh, right? 
Yeah. That's one of the main things that, that I would care about. And that's why it's number one. <laughs> that's why that's what that's what helped it beat Degrassi. That sounds great. Speaking of that, I should have chosen like um, I didn't choose this, but like Wizards of Waverly Place because <laughs> they have that like restaurant, and it could be fun to just like work in a restaurant and eat there all day, you know? Yeah, totally. I don't know why Do that magic. show came to my mind, but it did. I love it. Um, now I'm kind of sad that no, like, Disney Channel shows came to my mind because, hmm, interesting thought. Same. Well, even, like, Hannah Montana, like, that would be kind of fun to be, like, half pop star. Hmm. Well, next time. (laughs) (laughs) When we, when we forget we've done this already and we have to do it again (laughs) for some reason. (laughs) Which happens inevitably. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Um, great answer. My number one is Friday Night Lights. I think that the small town living, basically the biggest part of my week would be going to the football games on Fridays. Sounds great. Totally. Would you be a rally girl in this scenario? Ideally, I'm just like, uh, I'm just like a neighbor, like an adult neighbor. I don't okay. I don't think I don't have the desire to go back to high school like you do. <laughs> this is more like suburban life. Um like I'm Dottie from WandaVision. I think that was her name. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, cuz they need all these like background characters, you know. Exactly. I don't need to be the star of the show, but I do want to at least look at Coach Taylor for a little bit, you know? Totally. Yeah, you're like a pervy neighbor. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> oh man. Not that wow, different from like... my everyday life. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Did you have bonus episode bonus ones other than the ones we talked about? Oh yeah, I was thinking um I was thinking glow. It stood out when I was just kind of scrolling through, but just because it's so fun and colorful mm-hmm. and um I one of my favorite things about WandaVision was like I love any decade kind of work in stuff and um 80s is like so much fun. So, I thought that would be really fun. Yeah, I totally agree. I just don't want to wrestle, so Yeah, that was my thought as well. I thought of that one and <laughs> that was I was like, "Oh, no, but fun." <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Okay. Did you have any bonuses? Um, no, I do not. Oh, I didn't. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't really have any. Um, but thank you for asking me. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Um, okay. Uh, WandaVision. Jordan, do you want to give the spoiler free synopsis? Yeah, I feel like that is going to be really hard. For me, so I'm going to look up what it says on... Which we've realized sometimes still has spoilers. Yeah, I'm going to have to proofread it for... Okay, I think this is good. I think this is what they put out there before any of the episodes even dropped. So it says, Blends the style of classic sitcoms with the MCU, which, in case you're not aware, people, (laughs) it stands for the Marvel Cinematic Universe in which Wanda Maximoff and Vision 
Two super-powered beings living their ideal suburban lives begin to suspect that everything is not as it seems. Dun-dun-dun. Yeah, very intriguing. Very. Okay. I would say that both of us are MCU, aka Marvel Cinematic Universe, as Jordan just specified. Not the biggest MCU fans. Jordan knows a little bit more than I do when it comes to this, but like I didn't even watch, I never even saw um, Avengers Endgame. I think that's important to note while we're discussing this show because I mostly went started watching it, A, because of the hype and I wanted to be involved in the conversations, but also... Okay, maybe it's a three-pronged thing because also the tie to television was fascinating to me because, duh, I love television. And then also Elizabeth Olsen, I was excited to see her. And so speaking personally as not a big Marvel head, I loved it and highly recommend it and felt like it was it explains things well enough that like you are totally fine if you don't understand all of the little secret nods to specific marvel things like they're not really really necessary because they do kind of explain everything and show like flashbacks to from other movies and whatnot and So I think like if you've never even watched a Marvel thing before, you could watch this on its own and be totally fine. Yeah. Jordan, how did you feel? Um, I think that was a great summary. Um, Like Taylor said, yeah, I think I am. um, I've seen, I would say probably like two thirds of the Marvel movies, like starting with um, the first Iron Man, I guess it's like, that's where you're putting it. I like superhero movies. Typically, I have been very burned out on superhero movies and specifically Marvel. Um, They just start to feel really repetitive. And so I feel like I've been kind of, um, I'm very frustrated typically with the Marvel stuff that I do see. And so um, I went in, that's where I came, that's where I approached it. I like that we're kind of approaching WandaVision at these kind of different levels, you know? Um. But yeah, I agree. I th- I was impressed. I thought it was really well done. For sure, my favorite parts were all of the, um, like what seeing all the TV parodies, um, and homages were like so spot on that I was just like smiling and really happy at all the. They, I feel like they got like every little beat perfectly. Um, from like the music cues when it changed different showing different eras of tv i was just like wow this is so much fun i thought it was so good and i was um very impressed with elizabeth olsen and paul bettany they were really great um and the side acting was good too like especially the um other like we were talking about kind of like side characters in the tv shows were all really good and like we were saying when we watched it me and my roommate um that it really is like they, you have to completely change your acting style to do these different eras of TV. And, like, I thought everyone nailed it. It was super fun to watch. I agree. Like, Wanda ha- had her own personal character, but then she still had to, like, 
mold that character into the different era that she was playing in each episode. So there was like nine different Wandas that she had to play, which I thought was really fascinating. Yeah, it was really awesome. And I remember seeing um, kind of just like a behind the scenes clip before the show launched that Disney Plus had posted, just like a quick a quick little interview with Elizabeth Ann Paul. And they were just talking about how much fun it was. Like, you have to try something totally different each episode. And um, and they just, like, had a blast and loved it. And I really feel like you can tell, which is always fun when you're watching something that looks like it was fun to make. Totally. Um, and I bet, like, I mean, obviously they've never said this. But I feel like, I feel like a lot of actors have said in general in franchises, if you're, like, lucky enough to get cast in a long franchise like that's amazing but also I feel like you must get sick of kind of doing similar things all the time so I feel like this must have been really fun for them to really do something really weird and silly and like silly but still like hard like they had to really you have to be talented to like nail it like they did and it was really cool I completely agree is that it for non-spoilers yeah, I feel like I don't have any other non-spoilery things to say. Okay, so there you go. Marvel heads and non-Marvel heads alike. I think you'll like it. We're going to talk spoilers, so don't listen if you haven't li- watched yet. Where to begin? Jordan, what were some of your favorite um, TV shows that they paid tribute to? Um, The one that I keep coming back to, and I thought all of them were great... And it's funny because like I didn't I didn't watch Malcolm in the Middle religiously, but I watched enough of it to know that they like their episode that was Malcolm in the Middle was exactly like a Malcolm in the Middle episode with all new characters. Like the music was identical. I I was just cracking up, especially when it's like that show, I think, was kind of more buried in my subconscious maybe and it really felt like nostalgic seeing such a spot on um like recreation of it Mm -hmm. and so I felt like it was a unique show to choose from that era I feel like um because I don't really feel like it's a show that people are like constantly talking about now but the fact that it was like it felt so 2000s um and I just for that like I'm surprised but that one just really stuck out to me as like just really cracked me up I was really into that I was reading earlier today about like each individual show that they like um referenced because there were a lot that I didn't catch on like I didn't know about I didn't even catch on the Malcolm in the Middle so I was excited when Jordan told me about that the one I was wondering if you caught is the happy endings okay was that the theme song of the like modern family one yes it was like almost exactly the same intro where it kind of shows wanda in a bunch of different ways yeah okay i was like i was kind of second guessing myself because i was like what year did that come out like was that even popular enough because like it got canceled so early Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I, I've been second guessing myself that it was happy endings. Um, my sister was thinking she was th- thinking it was the office kind of there referencing. Is, there is some like office in that episode, but specifically yeah, like, well, the in, intro well, video. 
Well, and she was saying the theme song of The Office, like when it ends on the sign that says oh. The Office or something. But um, I, wow, yeah, I'm mad at myself that I like didn't trust myself because like that's <laughs> what I thought. But I was like, it can't be either. that. That seems too niche, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's wow. That's so that's just one more thing that is, is like kind of blows my mind about their choices. That's so exactly. Cool. I don't I don't think that Anthony Russo was that involved with WandaVision from I from what I know. But like he did make Endgame, correct? Yeah, he so the he and his brother they're like the quote unquote the Russo brothers. Mm-hmm. They've done they've done several Avengers movies. Not all of them, but they've done a lot. Like I think they're they've done like maybe all of the Spider-Man. Um I think they did civil war like captain america civil war but i don't know i don't remember they've done a lot basically they're like heavily involved yes well anthony russo and okay both russos were executive producers on happy endings so i wonder if that Ah. was part of it (laughs) well that's like i feel like putting puzzle pieces together that i don't actually know i feel like that is um like the highlight of wandavision for me is that's an Easter egg, but it's like a double Easter egg because mm-hmm. it's a shout out to happy endings, which then you find out involves the Russo brothers. Like that's pretty crazy. Yeah. And um, those things were the most fun. Um, well, that was like the, one of the only shows that I like knew right off the bat. And I mean, still second guess myself because I was like, do I even know TV since I wasn't really getting any of the references without looking it up? <laughs> but um, the Full House references on one episode. Yes. Okay, wasn't was, that was that like the house? It looked so much like the Full House house. It looked so much like it, and like the park where they're eating on a picnic blanket. Yes, and like which is also a double Easter egg. Obviously, exactly. the Olsons. because of the Olsons. It's so crazy. Also, I kept seeing that gazebo and I was like, are they in Stars Hollow? Like, is this where they film Girl Boy Girls? And I was like, but that doesn't make sense because that's the Warner Brothers backlot. And this is obviously like Disney slash ABC. But then it was filmed at the Warner. Part of it was filmed at the Warner Brothers backlot studios. So So it's like probably. So it's just like they're just throwing in all these random things. But I really actually isn't part of that. um, The Pretty Little Liars yes so wow hmm. full circle yeah um they filmed some and friends like there's so many iconic shows that they did film at that back lot um totally i feel like what i what surprises me is that one of my issues normally with marvel is that it's like it it makes the it's like the audience isn't dumb you don't have to like spell everything out always for the audience you know but I feel mm-hmm. like they kind of rest on that a lot which is like lazy writing but in this things like that like they didn't zoom in on like central perk or something from friends but it's no. like if you have watched a lot of tv you might pick up on that gazebo or something like that mm-hmm. could that's Gilmore Girls or something like but they don't necessarily dwell on it it's like it's just little bonuses I think one of the other things that I um was so excited about was that they cast Evan Peters as um Wanda's brother Pietro aka Quicksilver which is 
so wild and I was really mad because that was spoiled for me on Twitter before I could watch it which I was pissed about because I was like that's the kind of surprise I love but it's like he played so um Aaron Taylor Johnson played that character in um Avengers Age of Ultron when you first meet him and Wanda and it's like all part of the Sony uh Disney Marvel battle is that because technically Wanda the Scarlet Witch this is so confusing but technically the scarlet witch (laughs) aka wanda and quicksilver aka pietro are x-men they're in the comic books they are always they've always been x-men so i don't really know the backstory of bringing them into the avengers why they were like a lot but whatever but so that character is in some of the most recent the character quicksilver quicksilver is in some of the most recent x-men movies but in that he's played by evan peters and in the avengers marvel ones movies he's played by aaron taylor johnson so then to bring his character back played by evan peters is like so mind-blowing but it ended up not really mattering (laughs) well and i actually read in an article they were like i actually love that this happened because the basically the whole reason it all happened was for a boner joke (laughs) yeah (laughs) i know i was like wow can can marvel say boner (laughs) they can and they did (laughs) Um, so yeah, I think one of the things, um, that I've been talking about with the, just a couple of people I've been discussing this with, mainly my sister and my roommate, (laughs) is how much, like, it's so interesting because, like, we were kind of obsessed with, like, is that an Easter egg? Like, that thing she's wearing or these commercials that have these little clues and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like, they were all kind of red herrings and didn't really like alter the storyline at all you know which like Mm -hmm. doesn't really bother me because I like kind of looking for little I like those little bonus easter eggs um so that was just kind of like a a fun little tease kind of throughout the show yeah and like something I know that you and I had discussed um previously was that the easter eggs aren't necessary for you to like understand the plot which is exactly what you were Mm -hmm. just saying but they are like fun little things for um marvel universe heads or like even like i would recognize like oh i think that this um commercial like this like item that they're selling is the name of it is probably something related to a marvel thing so i would like google it and see what it was and it was like oh that's funny but like it wasn't it was just like not necessary to even do that but it was fun for i'm sure it's really fun for marvel heads um jordan had explained it perfectly that it was very similar to like taylor swift fans which is what we relate (laughs) to um and like the easter eggs that she drops in all of her music videos and every all of her social media posts and everything like they're not necessary to like listen to her music or anything but like if you just want to be like a little ahead of the game or something or know of something that's going to be coming up in the storyline. Um, it's fun. Totally. How do, okay, here's something that I think is very telling. We haven't discussed at all the part of the show that's happening outside of the television shows. Mm -hmm. Um, for me, it's because that was fine, but it was not, um, the draw for me at all you know yeah I completely agree 
that stuff definitely felt more marvel-y. And um, although I really liked uh, the Kat Dennings and Randall Park, Tiana Paris, like, yes. trio, I really liked them. But, like, the all the storylines there did get a little um, muddy for me. Like, I'm still, I still need to actually go back and kind of read um, Rambo's story and, like, figure out exactly what was going on there. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I completely agreed. Those, those things were not the draw for me. Oh, I really feel like we also need to discuss Catherine Hahn. That was um, going to be my next point. So great. Perfect. Um, I, well, I, who goes in not loving Catherine Hahn? I feel like you just Impossible. go in loving Catherine Hahn. She's one of the people that added so much to each decade slash show they were in. She also nailed the nosy neighbor role also was fun to see that nosy neighbor is a total trope in like every era of TV, which was really fun. Totally. Um, I, um, I was mad. That was another thing that was spoiled online for me just because people kept posting that gif of her and this, like the Agatha all along song title and stuff, which it's like, whatever. I was late to start the show, but I was still kind of sad. So I was, like a little sus- I went in suspicious more suspicious of her character than I would have otherwise you mm-hmm. know but I felt like I just think that overall the show in the last two episodes I didn't think it was it's not like I ended not liking it or anything but it, it was just um I wasn't as into that whole like the witch plot line a lot of because I was kind of confused at what she even wanted like I didn't really know what her whole goal was Agatha's goal mm-hmm I completely agree. I felt like when that started happening, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot that I was watching a Marvel show. And I just, Catherine, it's hard for me to see Catherine Hahn as a villain like that. Mm-hmm. I did, I was like, okay, so basically all she's trying to do is tell Wanda that she's the Scarlet Witch, but also trying to just get her to like, forfeit her powers and give them to her I think that was literally the only goal and purpose of her but I'm not entirely sure that's just my understanding of it no I think that makes sense because I really was like okay she got there she like came to the hex like the tv zone but I'm still confused how did she get in there without Wanda even noticing yeah, that's another thing. I'm I'm not sure about that at all. But like at first, I was even kind of confused as to what, how she was even there because she didn't live in that town or whatever. Mm-hmm. But apparently, from what people, like I think the consensus is that it's because she sensed like powerful magic happening, and so she like was kind of like drawn to that to see what okay. was going on. But then after that, I'm kind of lost. I think your theory is probably right that she was like kind of. Um, like wanted this, she wanted to find out who was doing the powerful magic and then take the power, I guess. Yeah. But she clearly knew who she was, but when did she find out that it was the Scarlet Witch, you know? I don't, I don't know. I really wasn't clear on that. I feel like maybe it was in like the second to last episode where they're going through Wanda's past and is that when she learned? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I guess really she said, like, like she I have a theory. 
She did say, like, I have a theory, but I want to test it and make sure it's right. So maybe that's what she was talking about, because I honestly wasn't really totally sure what she was talking about. Yeah. But yeah, that whole... You must be right. That whole story is where I felt the most disappointed, but I also understood why they had it. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to say whether I would have like changed it. It's not like I have a better idea, <laughs> but I mm-hmm. didn't think it was fully good. <laughs> yeah. Um which I think my my last critique, but it's not even really a critique, really, it's more just like a preference is that um it it was it followed the very typical Marvel formula of like now like it rather than having WandaVision be like one contained story, it's like it's actually a platform to build all these new things on top of, you know? Mm-hmm. Um and it's and so that it's always I always feel leave feeling like not as satisfied as if it were just like, and now this story is done, you know? And so it's not yeah. necessarily like that's a flaw. I don't think that would be fair to say that that's necessarily bad. It's just not my favorite thing. But, um, yeah, I'm trying not to be like, cause I don't think it would be fair to say that that's like a bad way to do it. I just think that that's something that isn't always something I prefer, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that it's bad because I think that's why a lot of people do love the Marvel's like all the Marvel stuff, because I think they, some people seek out that building on more of this world and stuff, but I just get kind of totally. bored of it, you know? Yeah. Like, but it's in not, the like end- that's bad. In the end, it basically left us with, like, two plots that will be moving on. Is that how you understood it? Um, yeah, right? Because it's like you have um, Miranda, Monica, sorry, Monica, um, who's, like, has new powers. Yeah, and going up to, um, oh, what's her name? Hmm. Wait, Miranda or Monica? Monica. Sorry, I send Miranda first because I think it was very hard for me because I, I think Miranda's her mom's name, Monica's mom's name, Miranda. And so, but I've never seen that. I never saw it's Captain Marvel, right? Yes. And I never saw Captain Marvel, so I wasn't fully familiar with all that. So oh, I forgot that you never saw Captain Marvel. I know that's what I need to watch. Well, I even did see Captain Marvel, and at the end, when the person like reveals themselves as one of the forgive me if that's not what they're called but one of the aliens and um had to remind myself where they were from you (laughs) (laughs) i like to be inclusive of the alien community yeah Um, i think that i think that'll go get you far (laughs) (laughs) um i lost my train of thought there but sorry (laughs) No, you're wow, you're fine. <laughs> I think that was basically it. And then cuz I didn't know who that was either. I had to ask my roommate what was going on. Okay. I did see that a lot of Marvel heads were really mad because they had like really hyped up that there were going to be there was going to be like a big cameo in the season finale. And I think that the cameo was that alien and people were really mad. Oh my gosh. I think I heard that too. I heard something where people were like, Paul Bettany kept talking about uh-huh. getting to do scenes with this amazing actor, blah, and it was just himself, which I was like, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, if I were expect, I mean, especially when they have like this insane list of ca- people they could have cameo, mm-hmm. and then like who is who even is that alien? You know, I would be sad. Exactly. But I hadn't even. I was trying not to hear anything, so I didn't hear about a cameo. So I felt yeah. Fine. I only saw <laughs> these things after. Anyway, I think that's all I have to say about it. Yeah. Well, we had a lot to say about it. We did. I figured we would. Yeah. Two people who love TV watching a TV show that pays homage to TV, you know? I mean, there you go. And Marvel in general, usually there's a lot to say about that, whether you like it or not. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, there's just a, yeah, there was a lot to discuss here, and I feel like that means it's worth watching. Definitely. Okay, who is your crush of the week? Um, I'm going with Randall Park. Ooh, good I love choice. him. He's so cute. Um, he is really fun and like likable and everything I've seen him in. Um most I mean, most beloved thing I know of him in is Veep. He's so funny in that and he just makes me chuckle anytime I see him in anything else. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, he was a very welcome, familiar, friendly face. And he is he's in Ant-Man, apparently, and I've never seen Ant-Man, any of them. <laughs> so there were a lot of, like, there. see, these are, I feel like there's Easter eggs for everybody. Because a lot of those, even, like, these um, other people, like, I hadn't been aware that he was already in the Marvel stuff. Mm-hmm. And so that was news was to me. Was Kat Dennings? Yes, she is in the first two Thor movies. Okay. I had also read something that said it was fun that they chose those two characters that were already from the Marvel Universe to be in WandaVision because they both of them are also from TV sitcoms. Fresh yeah. off the boat. Oh my gosh. And um, what's Kat Dennings? Broke Chicks. Two Broke Chicks. Yes, Two Broke Chicks. That's it. Wow. I hadn't even thought about that. I know. That is just so, so, cool. so many layers. Well, and even when I was just kind of scrolling through the IMDb cast list, it's like they cast the mom from that 70s show was from mm-hmm. the side people. Like, mm-hmm. I just feel like an, like it would have been just fun to write for this show, fun to make this show. Even They even had fun casting the show. Like, it was just it seemed like such a good time. Yeah, I totally agree. Okay, who is your crush? You know... My crush is Vision, Paul Bettany. He, mm-hmm. um, hot, very hot, very dreamy. Um, I had also just recently watched a movie he's in called Uncle Frank, which is on Amazon and also really good and highly recommend. Um, I've never heard of that. I hadn't either, but it's really good. I think you would really enjoy it. It's like so good that it's like I would have seen it in theaters, so it's kind of refreshing. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. But, yeah, he was great. Loved him. And um, his oh, 80s hair was hilarious. It was amazing. <laughs> it was so good. The last thing I just wanted to note was that the styling and the outfits and the se- the sets were incredible and worth watching just for that, I think, too. Totally. Yeah, we barely even... Wow, we didn't even talk about how perfect all that was. I know. It was a very well-made show. Very impressed. 
Me too. Is this the first like Marvel Disney Plus show? Um, I think it is. I think they're just setting a really high bar and it will be interesting to see how the other ones coming out turn out. I because know. there's a lot. The Marvel universe is bigger than our own universe. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've realized. <laughs> That's the perfect summary. It's so true. <laughs> We're just like in the hex within the Marvel universe. Exactly. Our real lives. <laughs> um yeah, I um I think with the new Marvel shows coming out that's as far as from the teasers I've seen definitely looked more straightforward like the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Um I would definitely want to I'll probably wait. I'm not that intrigued by them right now. I'll probably wait to see how what people are saying about them before I give them a try Agreed. because I I, wa- I like Marvel at it for me my favorite Marvel stuff is when it's like really weird. Mm-hmm. Like this was weird. Uh, Thor Ragnarok is weird um yeah and those and especially in like this like kind of later like Marvel's now been around for so long this this version of Marvel that I'm like I like these kinds of things that they're doing um Mm -hmm. but that said I I I really liked WandaVision more than I even thought I would same highly recommend yeah want to discuss it with a lot of people so please watch it yeah seriously i mean clearly when you discuss it you like learn more fun things every time so exactly all right well uh thanks for listening bye bye